for this week, we continued our look at the Lord's Prayer. And just to kind of give you a brief recap as to what we looked at last week, we talked about the fact that we've become very familiar with this Lord's Prayer. And, and as we have, it loses some of its intimacy. It, it loses some of its power that it may have in our lives. We looked at the idea that um, the very first words of it is our Father, that no, and that nowhere else do we see Jesus use this word of our father. He speaks of his father. He speaks of your father, he, but he never speaks of our father. And that by saying this, what he's doing is, is he's welcoming us into the family of God. He's teaching us to remember that there is a seat at the table for us. And that when we pray, we're not simply praying for ourselves, but we're praying for, to our father. So we're praying for the totality of the world. But this week, we're going to look at the second movement that we really kind of see take place within the Lord's Prayer, which is allowing God to be God. And when Jesus teaches us to pray, he teaches us to take a posture of reverence. And what do I mean by a posture of reverence? But the fact that he is he's calling us to realize that we are speaking to our Father and that as, we teach, as he teaches us to pray, what he's teaching us to pray is that God will be wholly set apart. That God will, be, will take on God's role of being wholly divine. And, what, and, what, and he goes on to say that what we're called to do is that we're called to put God over ourselves. Because if we look at God as holy and divine, then what we are doing is, at, is that we are, before we ask for our own desires, that we should ask God to come first in our lives. Oftentimes, we might find ourselves sitting down for, to do a prayer and, uh, and say, God, I'm asking you for this, this, and this. And what we are asking for help, for guidance, for healing, for better grades, etc., they're not necessarily wrong things to be asking for. But the fact is that the Bible is, more, is full of people praying for God to help them. However, Jesus takes a different posture and says that in his time to teach us how to pray, that we should begin our time with God by saying, God, I'm gonna, I want you to be God. If you look at Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 10, it says, pray then in this way, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we, in the first phrase that we hear is this idea of hallowed be your name. We also hear things like your kingdom come and your will be done. Well, but what do you think this phrase means, hallowed? I used to think growing up that it meant that it was hollowed, meaning empty in the center. But what it ultimately means is anything but, because it means to be made holy or consecrated. This helps us to acknowledge God before we acknowledge ourselves. It, it's Jesus' way of teaching us to ask for something from God, that we're asking for something from God here, is what we're asking is that, God, we want you to be holy and set apart. And if we ask for that, how does that feel different than what we typically ask for in our prayers when we come to God and go, it's all about me and I want, I need, I, I need this, I want that, oh God. And the answer is through a word that we have heard sometimes in our lives, but we may not know what it means. It's the word of petition. And when we hear the word of petition, so often 
we don't even know what it means, we just hear it sometimes. And the word petition can be defined as a request to take some action. So if you're asked to sign a petition, that petition exists to help request an action, like getting a law put on a ballot or something along those lines. But Jesus wants us to recognize that petition God are not simply requests for stuff to happen to and for us. That when we petition God, what we are asking is God to be God. To pray, come God, be holy among us. Help our world to look more like your, the world you imagine. This is thy kingdom come part of that, of that prayer. We are taught that our desire for action doesn't need to be about us. It's not all about us or even those close to us. Our desire for action can and must begin with the prayer for God to reign, for God's kingdom to come, for God to be God in the real and tangible ways among us. And how cool is that? Instead of simply asking for something to entertain us, we get to petition for glory and beauty and grace and truth to rule and reign. When Jesus teaches us to pray, hallowed be your name, he teaches us to petition God to be set apart in our lives and in our world, to be holy and mysterious and important and central, to be God to us. This petition comes first in Jesus' prayer, and it is important, central, and informative how we should come to God in prayer. Because Jesus follows it up with, your kingdom come. And he teaches us to petition God to be so active in and among us and people in our actions and everything that we do that we would recognize God as king and that we would live under his rule of love. And he goes on to say, oh God, your will be done. This is a petition for God to be so active in and among us that our world would can, could consist of people and actions mirroring those that the life that Jesus lived. When we pray like Jesus teaches us to pray, we are absolutely asking God for something, but we aren't coming to him to be entertained or with a laundry list of requests and desires. We are coming to him with a sincere desire to see God take action in our world, in our lives, and to be hallowed in our lives. So my challenge for you is to take some time to rewrite these two verses, to rewrite this beginning of the prayer that we have walked through, when you, and, and to pray it in your way, in your words. Write it in the way in which you understand it, and, pray, and to use that as your prayer over the next week. When you find yourself praying, for God's presence to be more recognized in the world, for his holiness to be more known and evident. And, and if you're willing, I challenge you to, to share this prayer with someone, to maybe bring it to youth group so that we can discuss it. But my, my, my hope and my prayer is that, is that when we pray these words of our Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come and your will be done, that it won't just be empty words anymore, but that we will truly understand that what we are asking is, God, come and be God. That everything we say and do would be seeking you and your kingdom. And that we may always remember that the best of all is God is with us. God bless.
Amen.